Welcome back, Cracked fans, to another edition of the Cracked Interviews Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. We've got a slightly different format to today's show. Now, as I'm sure all of you are aware, there are so many events going on across the professional tennis world right now for the WTA Tour. They are in Ostrava for an event that features, I think, exclusively top 40 players. And, of course, the level of play thus far reflecting that fact. We have recapped each day's action on our mini-break podcast if you have missed any of the matches, you can go hear about them on that podcast feed. But we're also fortunate enough now at Cracked Rackets to get the opportunity to go into these post-match press conferences, ask a few questions of these top players. We have a couple of clips from those press conferences we want to play for you today. I was fortunate enough to be able to ask a few questions to Arena Sabalenka following her 7-6 in the third victory over Coco Goff. I was able to ask some questions to Goff as well. And then we got Carolina Mukova in her press conference after she lost her match today to Elise Mertens. Now, the Mertens press conference not yet scheduled. That'll come after her doubles match. Also sure to have either Kudermatova or Pliskova in the press conference as well. We will get those questions to you later on in the day after, you know, we've asked them. Uh, But for now, we wanted to play these clips because we think it's always interesting to hear from these top players and obviously to get to ask them a few questions. An immense pleasure as well. So, the clips you are about to hear in order. You'll hear from Arena Sabalenka first, then you'll hear the voice of Coco Goff. That'll be followed by Karolina Mukova. With that in mind, let's get to today's show. Hi, Arena. How are you? Congratulations on the win. Um, My question for you, uh, obviously, there have been so many adjustments that have had to be made during this season. You go from the outdoor hard courts in Lexington in New York, then to the clay. Now we're on indoor hard courts here. Uh, How difficult has it been for you? How has it affected your rhythm to have to make so many consistent changes? Well, actually, I didn't think about that. I was just like keep uh, keep following the schedule and what 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 can we do about that? We just can adjust and uh, be there and and fight. And I would say like the top players like really um, adjust like much better than other ones. And uh, I try to do it really good. <laughs> well, yeah, mm-hmm. it's also and- good experience. I mean. Mm-hmm. No, I'm curious. When was the last time you played an indoor event? Ah, uh, it's a good question. Maybe I don't remember. <laughs> I don't I, remember. Uh, I have a tentative St. Petersburg in early 2019. Does that sound about right? Yeah, it was yes, it was there. Yeah. Yes, but I, I've been practicing a lot in, indoors during this uh, pandemic uh, shutdown. So <laughs> I'm okay with that. No, I mean, it looked great and today. And the courts, courts here are really slow, so it's not like crazy adjustments. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that was going to be my follow-up. Is It does seem this week these courts are playing particularly slow. It's difficult to hit a winner. And yet, you know, three yeah. breaks of serve for you in that third set. What helped you find your rhythm to, you know, ultimately get those breaks of serve, get over the hump in this match? 
Yeah, like I said before, I, I just, after two, five down, I was like, I cooled down and I didn't care about the result. And I was like, keep saying to myself, I focus on this point, focus on this point. Like, I'm, I'm like, I was like a little bit crazy in my head because I was just like, keep saying that to myself, to make sure I, I'll not forget it. And yeah, it's helped me to come back in the match because on these courts, like uh, you don't have big, um, how to say, advantage on your surf. So, because you can return everything. It's like, it's really slow. So yeah, you can come back whenever you want to. <laughs> no, I think your serve is always an advantage. So congratulations on the Thank victory. Thank you. <laughs>
towards this off season. I know it was a funky 2020, but it does feel like there are so many different women who could win a title in any given week that they're just the level between the top and, you know, 50 players, the margins are so thin. As you approach this 2021 off season, uh, I'm curious if you feel that way, if you feel like I know you're in the top 30, but do you feel like, you know, on any given week, any top 50 player really can break through and win an event? Yeah, I definitely feel like it's most of us playing playing similar and, and there's a bit difference between the top. I think they're still bringing, um, you know, a bit more confidence. They're confident on a, on a big shots, big, like important, important moments in the matches. But yeah, I mean, we can see like uh, the tournaments we, we had this year. There were many different winners. Maybe we didn't even expect those those players to win. So yeah now now it's um it's very tight but i think as well not every player is now playing in this uh, corona time if i say you know like that so um, yeah there's few few player missing and this this season is a bit special so some someone use it in a good way and and use it well and and some just doesn't so yeah and for you personally, obviously, fourth round at the U.S. Open, the headline result. How will you view your, you know, your play during this restarted part of the tour? Are you satisfied with your 2020 season? Yeah, I think I think at the New York, I was actually prepared the best. I had some some preparation before we went there, and um, yeah, I felt like I was missing some matches, but I felt I was improving with every match and. Yeah, I, I felt actually great, but but then I got injured, and then since that moment, you know, I couldn't get ready for another tournament. I wanted to play, and and I couldn't. So since that moment, I was a bit struggling and and not hundred percent ready on on the tournaments to to bring my level. So that was not not the best. Okay. So it's tough to tough to say how was the season for me. I'm happy for for uh, for the U.S. Open definitely, but. Yeah, it was very, very short season. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to another one. Yeah. Well, for whatever it's worth, I thought you looked great this year. Um, my last question for you, obviously, uh, you know, you're 24 years old now, which traditionally you think that's when someone's entering the prime of their career now. There just happen to be so many outstanding players right now in the WTA game who are 21 and younger. But for you personally, 24 years old, how are you feeling about your tennis heading into 2021? I feel good. I think I feel like I'm I'm improving. I changed coach uh, almost start of the year, and we're working on the new things. So it still needs some time, and and yeah, I think I, I need some more matches, and and if everything's gonna work out, I can I can play. I feel like I can play a really good level, and 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 I just hope it's gonna be best season for me, 2021. Well, thank you and good luck this off season.
Hope all of you enjoyed hearing those answers from Arena Sapolenka, Coco Goff, and Carolina Mukova. I have to give a huge thank you to my friend Ben Rothenberg for helping me get into those press conferences. Also, a huge shout out to Catherine Sneeden and the entire Ostrava media team who have done a fantastic job. Again, this event happening in the Czech Republic. Obviously, I am here in Indianapolis. It's amazing what you can do via a Zoom press conference now, but shout out to them for getting that audio to us so we could share it with you listeners. Of course, if you want to hear more about that Sapolinka golf match or about the rest of the action going on throughout the professional tennis world, be sure to check out our mini break podcast where we recap the day's biggest storylines, results, and controversies from the tennis world. Of course, if you want to hear some of the biggest storylines facing tennis right now, you want to hear about the ATP's strategic plan for the future, be sure to go check out our Great Shot podcast feed. I had two outstanding guests this week, Ben Rothenberg being one of them, Brett McCormick of Sports Business Journal, the other of course, we also still have Inside Out Season 1, the history of the best American male player at any given moment of the open era. You can find all of those podcasts wherever you like to listen to your shows, and be sure to like, rate, subscribe, review them, share them with your friends. Of course, if you have missed any of our content, be sure to check out our website, CrackRackets.com. A huge shout-out to our friends at Midwest Sports and Aerobar for their support in helping make all of this happen. It's why I can sit here and watch the tennis hop on these Zoom press conferences because of their continued support to go show your support for them. Go to MidwestSports.com. Use that promo code CR15. Go to AeroBar.com. Use that promo code CRACK15. And of course, shout out as always to the super producer, Daniel Westoff, for the of an editing job he does day in, day out. I told him, hey, I've got a couple of press conference clips. He goes, why not make him a podcast? And now we have that for you listeners. So a shout out to him as always. But with that in mind, for the wonderful Arena Sabalenka, Coco Goff, and Carolina Mukova, our super producer, Daniel Westoff, our friends at Midwest Sports and Aerobar, and all of us here at both Cracked Rackets and the Tennis Channel Podcast Network, I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. You've been listening to another edition of the Cracked Interviews Podcast. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you all next time. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.